Do you want to know how long it took me to get Tori an engagement ring? Six years. This is mostly because anytime we would ever happen to go to a jewelry store, happen to see one in passing when we've been out somewhere, it's really hard for him to make a choice because there's not really a lot of choices out there for guys, unfortunately. I was on Instagram and something came up in my feed and I clicked on it and I saw this really cool black on black wedding band on a guy's hand. Then I went down the rabbit hole of the manlybands.com website and the rest is history. Well, I, I did stalker them a little bit. No, but seriously, Manly Bands has awesome wedding bands in just about every type of earthly material imaginable, uh, even from space. The first thing that we did was order the Manly ring sizer from Manly Bands to ensure that his ring fit perfectly. Once I got his size, it was time for the fun part. Manly Bands has an insane collection of materials to choose from. Gold, wood, antler, steel, dinosaur bone, and even the meteorites that killed them. Like, that makes me really sad. So you or your man or woman can choose from a curated collection like Jack Daniels Whiskey Barrel Collection. And if you're feeling a little bit more creative, you can customize the band of your choosing. You can choose the material, the inlay, the sleeve, and the finish. So once you've made your selection, Manly Bands offers free shipping worldwide, a 30-day exchange policy, and a free warranty. And this was part of the copy for this ad that really cracked me up. So while there might be a 50% chance of your marriage working out, there's a 100% chance that he's going to love his band, and he did, and so did I. And in fact, if I don't get to keep him, I will definitely ask for the band back. To order his Manly Band and get 21% off plus a free silicone ring, Go to manlybands.com forward slash loved. That's manlybands.com forward slash loved. And you'll get 21% off. A special thanks to Manly Bands for being a supporter of Radically Loved Radio. Women are the bottom line for wellness. Even if a woman doesn't know what she's doing, even if the husband doesn't know what that he did, she is that what she's that one. Hello everyone, welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make that happen. Thanks for listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Radically Loved Radio. It is Friday. As usual, we have our beloved Tessa here with us. Welcome. Hello. Thank you for the nice warm welcome as usual. Yes. Happy to be here. <laughs> oh, I love you so much. Okay. So we, are you guys watching the video? Because if you guys are not watching the video of us doing these intros at the beginning of these podcasts, then we're going to stop doing it because not because we're, this isn't, I'm not threatening you guys. It's just, you know, if you guys don't care about the video, like, why are we doing it? You know, mm -hmm. so I mean, I like looking question. at your face. I like what looking we... at your face. <laughs> okay. So whatever. We'll just keep doing it. It's fine. Yeah, it's for us. It's for us. It really <laughs> is. But you know, in the beginning, a lot of people requested, um, 
to have video and um, oh. I just don't know if they're enjoying it or not. They're happy. Maybe they're happy. Maybe. You know, sometimes so. you don't hear from people if they're happy and content. It's only when, oh my gosh, do you know? Yes. Oh my gosh. Feedback, constructive feed. You can be teaching a killer class and be like, oh, this is, that was amazing. And nobody says anything, but the minute yeah. that something goes wrong, then you hear about it. You hear about it. Yeah. Or you read it on Yelp or something. Yeah. That's not so fun. Or it gets sent to your manager and then your manager sends it to you. Oh, no. Okay. Yeah. You have to elaborate now. What happened? Oh, gosh. Tell I was actually subbing a class for a well-known Portland yoga studio. Um, and <laughs> you know this story. <laughs> I just remembered just now. Oh, my gosh. Um, I was, it was a yin class yin um and so i was doing some guided meditation within a posture and a student had a reaction to some of the speaking of words um to some of the words i was using and she gave some feedback to the management at the studio that uh, my classes were unsafe instead of talking to me no she did talk to me about it she talked to me about it and she also followed up with an email to management mm. so what do you do in a situation like this? Well, I kind of sat with that for a minute and felt like, uh, wow, should I stop teaching? You know, I went through all this existential crisis of yes. what does that mean? Should I not teach meditation? Should I not use this particular language that I use? Mm -hmm. Am I a teacher? You know, I have all these questions. And then I talked to my community, my fellow teachers, my peers. I talked to you about it um, to get, um, a reality check, right? Yeah. Like, am I off base here? Did I do mm -hmm. something wrong? Um, how do, how do I go forward? Cause to me, it felt a little bit paralyzing in that moment. Yeah. What do you think is normal to get that yes. kind of feedback? Um, and then I processed it. So we talked about it. I talked about it. I talked about it. That was me processing it. And, um, eventually I feel like I moved on. And when I talk about it now, there's much less of a charge to it. And mm -hmm. I, we can laugh about it. I yes. can laugh about it. Yes. Um, Chucky is sleeping. Can you hear her dreaming? I can. She's, she's dreaming. She's having a dream. Yeah, she's dreaming. I'm going to move the camera. So can you, I don't know if you guys can see her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> she is full on. Just. Wow. Yeah. That's so cute. I wonder what she's dreaming about. I'm curious. Probably just eating poop you guys she's she eats her poop I, I i somebody just told me one of my friends that i can order this spray thing that i can put on on her not even just her poop it's all the the rosie and chowder's poop as well and wow. chowder's been having an upset stomach and he you guys i don't have kids so i'm gonna talk about my dogs <laughs> all right get into it he he throws up his food sometimes she, and i can't when I go back to try and clean it up, it's gone because she eats it, you know? So, yeah. um, I wanted to piggyback your story because I remembered that was a situation like this that happened, uh, also when I lived in Portland oh. and there was right before I, I came back, actually, uh, the student that was wanting to come to a retreat uh -huh. and, you know, every ret retreat I've done, every workshop, for the most part, it, it was hard because not every studio would let me do this, but I always try to have a scholarship available for um, people who aren't financially uh, liquid. Mm -hmm. And 
I like to make things accessible for people. I can work with people, you know, and I'm just really grateful to be able to do that because it was a time when I couldn't afford to do things. So I was a karma yogi. I was sweeping up the floor and I was putting things away. I was putting props away because I know what it's like to not be able to do something that is really going to serve you. Mm-hmm. So I had already given away the scholarships for that specific retreat. And she kind of came in last minute. Um, I initially, it was interesting because I had offered it before mm-hmm. it happened. Mm-hmm. She missed, she missed it. And then when she tried to then ask me back for it, I told her that somebody had already taken it and she was very upset and sends me this passive aggressive email talking about how, if I'm really in this world to teach yoga, that I shouldn't be charging for it, that it's Mm. against the whole system of being of service. This is a free practice that everybody should have access to. And although I absolutely 100% agree with her, um, in that moment, it just made me feel, you know, when you get that Mm -hmm. initial, it hits, it hits. Yeah. Regardless of how much armor and how strong you think you are, it's still, it's hard to get criticism. It's hard to get a passive aggressive email from anybody, even random people. Sometimes I had somebody on my newsletter, you know, uh, respond one time, like, get me off your fucking list. And I'm like, Whoa, right. I'm like, a button called unsubscribe. Yeah. Right. So, you know, and I'm always, I, I try to do my best sending apologies and with love. I hope you're having a great week. And I, I did respond to her and I was very mindful and I knew that a lot of that agitation was coming from a place of her wanting to do something and now she can't do it. And so she's lashing out at me and those other things underlying going on with her. Sure. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, that, that was the one thing that always made me feel a little bit uneasy because I want to do, and I want to give so much. And in fact, I do, you know, this, Yeah. I, I do this podcast. <laughs> this podcast doesn't cost any money for yeah. people to listen to. It is free. There's 300 plus episodes that you can listen to really incredible world renowned speakers, leaders, New York times, bestselling authors, uh, uh, Pulitzer Prize nominees. Like we've got some really incredible people on the show, including the incredible goddess that's on the show today. Mm. Um, that, that is free content. I, the radically loved summit, which you can all still get. I have it live for the next 30 days. And I'm thinking about just leaving it up for free for the rest of the year. Radically loved summit.com 25 of the most incredible speakers for free. You can create an all, your own little virtual retreat, just watching all the videos. Mm-hmm. And, and I still sometimes feel a little bit, anytime I, I go to charge for something or I have to, I have an offering, but it's like, we have sponsors for the show. Thankfully. So because mm-hmm. of all of you guys, you listen, you download the podcast. Thank you so much. We get sponsors. So even, even in that, sometimes when I get the emails from people, there's too many ads or why are you, why do you have ads on your podcast? Because you guys, I have 
a mortgage. (laughs) I need to, I have a mortgage. I've got dogs. I have a business that I run. Mm -hmm. We had a pandemic, Yeah, you know, for people to not be mindful of the fact that people need the commodity of money to survive is beyond me. I think it's important for for us to have this conversation and talk. I mean, some Mm -hmm. people are like, oh, talking about money is not spiritual. Why? Why is it not? Why is it not part of our practice? It is a medium of exchange. Yeah. It is energy. It's important for us to have the energy to feel the security of waking up the next day and knowing that you're going to have the lights turned on. Yeah. You know, you think about, you know, the chakras and that that speaks to the most foundational root chakra of safety, security, financial stability, and being able to provide. I mean, that's a very noble quest. Yeah, 100%. And we've had this conversation when we did the business of yoga. Mm -hmm. We talked about because I feel like a lot of people in the world of spirituality feel some type of way. And I do think that people take advantage 100%. 100%. I think there's people out there like charging an exorbitant amount of money, selling you that they have the answers for your life and they don't because the only person that has those answers are you. And I think that there is a huge, huge, uh, discrepancy in that space. Yeah. Um, and one that I, I'm not going to get into right now, because obviously you see that I'm getting a little heated. So I'm going <laughs> to stop myself I'm like sweating. Um, yeah. but I think it's, important for us to just to name it to call it out and thank you for sharing that story oh yeah I didn't realize I was going to but you know it's nice to reflect and realize that I have I've come a long way since I got that email and really reacted to it (laughs) well so what do you think is anchoring you in in that non-reactive space now I think I think it's the understanding that when I show up to teach that it is valuable, it's not only valuable for me, but think about the the exchange, the commodity exchange of money. I'm giving something out that is, is valuable. And I feel it in myself too. It's kind of like that. Um, I don't know if anyone's experienced, if you're familiar with Reiki, it's an energy exchange, right? It's a healing. Not only is it healing for the person that you're doing the Reiki on, but it's also healing for yourself. So as you're um, providing Reiki to someone, you're also providing Reiki to yourself. Um, and I feel that same way when I'm teaching yoga, I feel like I've, <laughs> this is not a word yoga myself. <laughs> I, you do, you know how you get done with a good class, you know, or a class that felt like you were really able to drop in and, um, calm and be present. I have that experience too, after I teach where I'm right there with the students. Mm-hmm. And even though I'm leading the class, um, it's, it's a nice feeling. Like today I taught this morning and, uh, when I was saying goodbye, I say these words I've said before, may you remember that you'll always be okay. May you find a white light that guides you and keeps you safe. May you have hope, help, and happiness along the way. I felt myself get emotional. And, um, that to me is a sign that this is where I need to be. This is valuable. Um, and you know, I'm in alignment with, with my work. That's yeah. that emotion tells me something is on the right track. Mm. Oh, I love that so much. That makes me so 
so happy and and how inspiring for people that are listening for teachers out there who are listening to this. Mm. It is a difficult place to be in when you feel that you get so much value out of teaching or doing any healing modality because it does feel like selfless work. It does feel like I want to just do this for free for everybody. I want everybody to feel this good. In fact, that was one of the that was the main reason why I wanted to teach yoga. Mm-hmm. Because I wanted to bring yoga to the places yeah. like the place I grew up in and, you know, gang riddled environments where there's lots of poverty and people don't have access to going to yoga classes. They don't know what meditation is. They don't mm-hmm. know how this can help their lives. So I can, I can get on board with that, but also this whole, you know, talking about money and it being a taboo thing. It's like, no, we need money to survive. Don't feel, don't have shame around needing money. And those of you out there who are fortunate and who are blessed, have you checked in with your yoga teacher? Have you checked in with your local yoga teacher, your local Reiki healer, your local meditation teacher? How are they doing? We just went through a pandemic where all of those spaces were closed. Mm -hmm. So I think my invitation is always, how can we support? And sometimes, yes, that means with money. Mm -hmm. And for me, Fortunately, I've, I've been extremely blessed and extremely uh, fortunate in the last five years, but it took me a long time to get to a place in my business where I was actually making a living. I was making money mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. not feeling like I was living month to month where it was feast or famine as many entrepreneurs out there, you know what it's like. Mm-hmm. I think it's important for us to remember that this takes, it takes time. I don't ever like to sell any false hopes for people that are doing this. You know, this, we had this conversation when you did your transition before you quit your job. I'm like, okay, like, <laughs> think about this. Think about this. Remember this conversation would have. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is to me, the explanation that you just gave now that almost brought you to tears shows me that you made the right choice. Yeah. Absolutely. Without a doubt. You know, I don't, sometimes I think, you know, there are those moments where I wonder, okay, living paycheck to paycheck right now, not necessarily, but, you know, going from a stable income, 401k, health insurance, all the benefits and being able to contribute to my household financially. And now feeling like my husband is fully supporting me. So there's almost like this conversation and he's very sweet and supportive of it, but there's still a conversation that I have internally about how am I contributing? Is is me doing this of value to my family, to my nuclear family? And, um, and then I kind of like have this existential thing where I'm like, well, you can't do this forever. You know, it has to grow sometime. (laughs) And, um, and I, I continue to ask myself, okay, well, can you see yourself going back to the corporate work world? Fuck no. (laughs) I mean, I can't, I know that I remember that feeling. It's so visceral of the daily slog to the office and you know, the, the misery that just felt like I had a monkey on my back all the time. Um, and I don't feel like that now. Yes. I'm working hard and yes, it's challenging. And yes, I have those moments where I question myself, but I, this is soul work, you know, and it's, it's so amazing. I, th- I can't remember if I shared this with you before, but I want to say it again. So 
when I have those moments where I get emotional when I'm teaching, like I did this morning, it makes me think of <laughs> this stranger. I was sitting on the, the max, which is Portland's um, mass transit system. The conductor gets on the overhead speaker and he's like, Hey everybody, hope you're having a great day. Blah, blah, blah. If I could leave you with some words of wisdom, he's like, do, do these only in Portland. No, right. It was so, I was like, Oh wow. My ears perked up. I had to listen to this. He said, do these three things daily. Number one, think deeply. Number two, laugh heartily. And number three, be moved to tears by your emotions, whether they be happy or sad. And I, I really took that to heart. I mean, obviously I remembered it. Right. And, um, so if I do those three things daily, I'm like, okay, I'm a, this is a success. This is my definition of yes, this is a success. Oh, wow. On that note, (laughs) nothing to add to that. That was perfect. So I'm like, right straight to my heart. I love that so much. So today's guest Thank you guys for being patient with us and letting us just go on because obviously this conversation needed to happen. Uh, Today's guest is somebody just, she's freaking, she's a queen. Her name is Queen Afua and Queen Afua is all about women taking greater, greater control. I've got a tongue tongue twister. All right, (laughs) hold on. Let me read this. Today's episode, we have Queen Afua. She urges women to take greater control of their health as healers of the home. Women spread wellness to their families, communities, and instead of relying heavily on drugs and surgery, she explains how we can use food to nurture and use yoga as medicine. So obviously the things that we love to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, Here are three reasons why you should listen to this episode. She talks about the importance of holistic health and using these different methods for uh, yourself and for your family. She talks about tension and anxiety as toxins and how we can work to eradicate them from our system. She is, man, I don't even know how to explain this woman is just so incredible. I mean, she is also an epic entrepreneur. Mm. I mean, her book uh, was, they just reprinted it. So it's a 20th anniversary edition called Sacred Woman. And she, in that book, that book is actually what, how that, what showed me how to create an altar. She's got really great exercises in there. She has all the different types of um, healing modalities that you can utilize in your everyday life. It's really all about creating ritual. She talks about womb healing. She's just amazing. And I'm so excited for all of you to hear this episode. CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. Stress, anxiety, pain. How many of us have ever suffered from one or maybe all three things? I suffered from debilitating panic attacks as a teenager, and I remember all I wanted was to feel better. And the moment that I switched my attention to focus on my health, I started to get to that space where I felt good, I felt healthy, I felt calmer. I'm grateful now that as an adult, I have access to different things that can aid me in those moments of anxiety, stress, and pain. Feels has become part of my nightly ritual and it really allows me to have the best night's sleep. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover or addiction. 
Feels is a premium CBD that will help you keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free and delivered straight to your door. Just place a few drops of Feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding the right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. In fact, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide you to your personal experience so you can find the perfect dose for you. Joining the Feels Monthly Membership makes your self-care easy. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. So start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com forward slash loved and you'll get 50% off of your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com forward slash loved to become a member and get 50% off automatically taken off of your first order with free shipping. That's feels dot com forward slash loved. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. You know that thing that people say that you know you're doing something you love when you forget to eat and poop? Maybe it's TMI, but that's what's been happening as I've been writing this book, which I'm so excited to share with everybody. I've been using Athletic Greens in my smoothie every day for the last year, and it has substantially created such a difference in my digestion, in my energy. It's replaced my multivitamin, and I really enjoy the taste. With so many stressors in life, it's difficult to maintain effective nutritional habits and give our bodies the nutrients they need to thrive. Busy schedules or your in the middle of a project, you're writing a book, you're not getting great sleep, maybe you're waking up a little too early, or maybe you're just not eating the right foods. This is where Athletic Greens can help. Your daily all-in-one superfood powder is your nutritional essential. It is by far the easiest and most delicious nutritional habit that you can add to your healthy routine today, and it can empower you to take ownership of your health. I just put one scoop of Athletic Greens in my smoothie, and it has 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more that all work together to fill the nutritional gaps in your diet. So it increases your energy, it creates better focus, it aids with your digestion, it supports healthy immune system, all without taking multiple products, which I really appreciate. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, and contains less than one gram of sugar without compromising on taste. And right now, Athletic Greens is doubling down on supporting your immune system. They are offering my audience a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So go to my link and you'll basically never have to buy vitamin D ever, ever again. Go check out athleticgreens.com forward slash loved and join health experts, athletes, and health conscious go-getters around the world who make the daily commitment to stay healthy every day. Again, that's athleticgreens.com forward slash loved and get your free year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs today. Your body and your mind will thank you for it. And now back to our show. All right. So today's guest, we have Queen Afua on the show. She was such a just pleasure to talk to. She's so beautiful. And I felt totally underdressed when I talked to her. I felt like, oh my God, I need to go and like get ready, you know, because I'm just like, oh, we're just going to do this like interview. And she was just, she looked like she's a goddess. She really is. Um, Queen Afua is a leader in the holistic health and wellness space. She's got over 40 years of experience in the field, and she's made it her mission to empower people to take greater control of their health using the power of food and self-care. So with all that, here is my conversation with Queen Afua. 
Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Radically Loved Radio. We are at the Mod Pod virtual studio, and we have a very special guest today. Queen Afua is with us. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm delighted. I'm so- Oh, I'm so excited to chat with you. I mean, I'm I'm very familiar with your with your work, and it just so happens that this is uh, the day after International Women's Day, and uh, I saw your Instagram live that you did, and I was so I was so excited to chat with you today because there was so so much of what you said during that live chat. I was trying to keep all my questions for you today concise, but I guess I'm just going to have to, I'm going to have to take what I can get. And there was something so beautiful that you said. Um, We've talked about uh, motherhood on this podcast a lot. Um, I've, I've had uh, a difficult uh, couple years with uh, fertility personally. So this has been kind of a long journey for me and uh, I've openly talked about it. And in fact, reading, your book, Sacred Woman, has actually helped me uh, get into a more accepting place, into a more healing space. And hearing you talk about your kids yesterday, just uh, it just really filled me up. You said that your youngest was your bones, your oldest was your spirit, and then your your daughter was your heart. And I just wanted to take some time just to talk a little bit about what, what that means for you and just the importance of us being able to celebrate women, especially during this time. Well, that my children represented different aspects of myself because your children are an extension of you. You think this is what I've learned. They are the sum total of whatever you were going through in the time of conception, the time of carrying them and bringing them into the world. So I related to them, I related with them from those places and they have a relationship with me from those, from the bones, from the heart and from the spirit that had been so consistent over the years. They came as my deepest lessons, like in your face lessons and telling you exactly how they feel about your journey where you might've been like, Everything is great. Everything is wonderful. We're doing this. We're healing everybody. And they tell you as they mature, this is what you did not do. This is what you actually created. This is exactly what I was going through and feeling while you were going through and serving everyone. Okay. So I, I, I studied them and me as my reflection, as a reading. Now talk about the, the oldest, the eldest uh, supernova. Uh, he is the spirit because I, throughout his, when, as a child, as a teenager, I could go to him and say, listen, I have a question. Go within. I can say, go within. He closed his eyes and I'll ask him any question. And he'll just say it. And I say, okay, thank you very much. And he'll just go about playing with what he's doing. And he was always, he was always in tune. That's the Aquarian. So I can ask about sacred woman. I can ask about, should I be traveling right now? You know, you can go, go to readers. I developed it in the children, my children. Then with the, the, the middle child, the heart, I can have a heart attack at any moment. <laughs> with the girl child. And they go into deeper, it's like a, doing, a soul, doing a sweat lodge. They have a sweat lodge, but I've got many of them. Um, when it's co-ed, it's a different experience. It's really easy. When it's a woman's sweat, it goes to the core of your soul. So the heart 
the, she needs more hugs. She needs more attention. She needs more time. She needs a greater understanding. That's the heart. And she and because I'm I'm doing I'm running and doing, she lets me know, uh-uh, you're not giving enough to the feminine aspect of yourself. Then I have the youngest one, the bones. He represents the foundation. He is gonna stick with this work no matter what. Uh, 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 earthquake, emotional earthquake, a uh, mudslide, changing the business from one location to the next, staff from one staff member to the next, one concept to the next, on the road. Those bones are never gonna give up. <laughs> he's, he's a Capricorn, he's just not gonna give up. He's not gonna say, I need time out. I will not get time out if it knocks me out. I'm gonna still be there. So they have they represent those parts of me, and according to what is needed, they'll show up mm. and they'll give me their take on life. So that's been the relationship with these souls that have entered into <laughs> through my being. You know, so I get that. And and all my three children, they are into this healing, like to the light, to the depth, to the beginning, to the end. Um, they just don't let up. And I, I watch other hills, and I, I haven't seen other hills have their children that deep. But I have. For me, I kept them strapped to me because I was what they call, quote unquote, a single parent. Mm-hmm. I left their birth father, but uh, you know, there's a community of men who help and women that I, they call auntie and Bob that help to strengthen them and instill good qualities in them. Um, but I kept them very close, and I fought for them their whole life because I didn't believe in uh, the vaccine. I, I inundated them with whole foods and juicing from very young and, and minerals and vitamins and all and everything. So I did they, you know, the first one had one shot and the others never did. So I knew that the inoculation or the boosting of the immune system with food is medicine. That's what I did. And I, and I always said, I didn't send, I've sent them to public school, so that was like the death. So I always find a cultural school or a spiritual school that gave education. And so I was always, and my family didn't get me at all. <laughs> they didn't get me, and they pretty much don't get me now, my <laughs> blood family. <laughs> so I was fighting, uh, what, I said, wait a minute. I came in the kitchen one time and I saw a chicken bone on one of my children's plate. I said, wait a minute. I, I think I went, okay. I, it was a battlefield for me, motherhood, was not just, you know, meditation and prayer, but that's what my life was. But it wasn't just that. It was, with, you know, I was fighting this, I was almost fighting this system. Yeah. Was so much I didn't believe it. And all the toxic food in the community and the junk and the fast and the front. So it was just a battlefield. And my children, I, I kept them close and they stay in the healer one way or the other. Yeah, what was that like to, to be that anomaly in your family to be that the person that was, you know, outside of what the norm was. I mean, I, I grew up in a very big Hispanic family where it was very centered around, you know, eating and not talking about your feelings and everything very rigid. And so I was that anomaly, you know, I was into spirituality and I wanted to learn about yoga and I wanted to have these conversations and I wanted to eat organic foods and, it, it was very hard, you know, and that's your community. Yes. Well, my blood family, I had nine aunts. I have five now, but I had nine aunts and five uncles. So I had a big family and cousins. I think um, maybe two out of my huge family 
that are in this healing at all. It took them years to get there. So it was it was just me and my children. And my mother came years later to get understanding. My father, I was taking care of him in his eight in the 70s and 80s. And he got it. He got the healing and he believed in it. So that was great. My mother didn't quite get it, but she supported me. Whatever I was doing, she was going to support me. She helped me by manufacturing my products and raising my children. She invested a building for me. She put a building for me to put my wellness center in. So my mother was, she would finance my vision with this wellness, although she couldn't get it. really older and this healing had to save her life. She's still here in her body, she's 96. So that, that has been a blessing. So I'm still strange <laughs> to the family, but during this pandemic, I don't look so strange anymore. Right? Family and friends are calling up and saying, what do I need to do? What was that you said uh, 10 years ago? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's a wake up call because, you know, when the hospital in the very beginning, especially they didn't have machines, they didn't have help for the people. They said, well, unless you're critical, go home. And people said, now what? go home to what? I'm sick, you know? And so people had to wake up and started to use Buddhist medicine in their kitchen labs. And so now the world is more, the world is more holistic. That's what I'm observing through this crisis. Yeah. I mean, that's, it's been such a, there's been such a huge upheaval in the last year. How has it impacted you and your business and in your life? Actually, I have never seen anything like this. This is a phenomenon. My business has grown 10 times over. The moment that it hit, well, I, I, it was happening. I was coming to the airport um, at the end of February, myself, Queen Esther, my right hand, and Tahuti Films. We did a film, a documentary of my work in um, Kemet, Miss Cold Egypt. And so 60 women were on our way back to the States, and I'm looking at masks. And I'm saying, well, people are people just kind of protect themselves from the air, the air that polluted. I was observing that. And then here, February to March, bam, it hit. And next thing I know, I was telling people how to boost up their immune system and clear out their lungs. And then when, when March, March, April came in, then when how I responded to it, I organized. And I said, I, there's a book that I put out called Planet Heal two years ago, as if I knew what was about to happen. And I have 76 healers in that book, acupuncturists, um, yoginis, vegan chefs, crystal healers, midwives, doctors, color therapists. So a number, a wide range of different practices and disciplines. I call these are like my friends that I grew up through and with. And then that book. So I asked all of them is, um, to come and come on board me for 21 day, a 21 day vigil to help to protect our immune system. So everyone would come up for an hour power in the mornings. I would tell them what to do. And I think by the fourth session, and they would come on two or two at a time. And one of the presenters who she has the peace movement, stop the violence, the gun violence, um, Erica uh, Ford is her name. She said, Queen, you have to give us the protocols. And as soon as she, I hung that phone, I knew because I was saying the same thing over and over again. You know, take your ginger, take your vitamin C, take your, your green juice, take a take a healing bath. You know, I was telling take all these things to do. And what I ended up doing is I put the protocols together 
and it, it was free. And I put them on my website, they're still there. And then I made some copies of them. And I was in a large complex at the time. And I put, I put, I put, I took my name, I put the protocols on everybody's door. <laughs> so whoever was connected, you know, somebody's going to get it until they're alive. So I, that's how I responded. And I've been just teaching. And then what happened after all of that, I was so hyped up about, I'm so glad you called me. I got a call from Black Girls Rock from Beverly Bond. I went for her for years for a call, for a connection. So she said, Queen, we're afraid, we're scared. We don't know what to do. Um, we're petrified. I said, oh, I'm so glad you called. I know exactly what to do. She said, well, could you come on and speak to us? You know, it was like an hour presentation between her doing music. And I came, I was so fired up. I was so extremely fired up. So they said, could you please stay with us? <laughs> stay for five months. I took them to the 21-day detox, and a few thousand people went through that. So that's how I responded. I've been actually so empowered. I've been helping so many others get empowered. And one thing I noticed that sacred women were not having problems. Mm. The, those, those who went to that book, they understood what to do for themselves. They was living the life. And they knew what to do for their families. And their families were calling them for help. And they were able to help them. And now that we started Van Hill, I said, well, those warriors, it's the same thing. So those who are my circle, they are most empowered. And they become entrepreneurs. And they're starting to make more financial blessings are coming to them. So yes, the, the bottom fell out. And uh, Brother Floyd was taken out, his life was taken and then the whole world saw it and everybody came together in defense. So this is extreme wake up. We get wake up, we get like a little nudge, you know, pat, and then you get uh, thrown off the bed. And that's what we are. Yeah, we definitely did get thrown off the bed in an aggressive <laughs> way, I think. But I think yeah. it's, in in my opinion, in my perspective, I, I think we we needed that wake up call. I mean, I yeah. grew up during the I, I grew up during the ninety two L A riots, so I saw the the intensity and the healing that needed to happen mm. back then. It's almost like yeah. okay, guys, like now we can't yeah. ignore this anymore. There is things that are in the system that need to be healed that need to be attended to. And so yeah. I love that you're saying that the sacred women, like the people that read this book, which by the way, the 20th anniversary edition is out um, for those of you. Oh, thank you, JD. <laughs> Mod Pod, we got the Mod Pod pro crew today. Uh, we got, the, we got the, um, the picture of the book. It is so incredible. And um, as I said earlier, you know, I've been going through this fertility journey myself. And I think over the yes. last two years, you're so right with what this book does. And there's, there is such a deep level of care and nurturing and uh, encouragement that you you've written about in this book. And I really do believe that knowledge is power. And mm -hmm. um, there's so, I mean, this is like, this is a guide to every woman who wants to, connect to their, the deepest parts of themselves to, to create healing, to understand yes. their body, to yes. learn about breathing techniques, to learn about, uh, you know, creating a sacred movement for everything. And so I'm, I'm so grateful that you created this first of all. And I obviously can see why so many people follow you because you're incredible. Hello. Um, <laughs> but I, I'm just, I think that now, especially with everything that we just said, yes, it's such a great time, right? To put the focus into supporting women and to empowering women to, mm -hmm. how is it like take control of their health, right? 
Yes, absolutely. Well, there's an affirmation. I am so happy that it's in the beginning of the book. Um, because as I was these last, well, I've been doing a second one like 15 years before the book came out. And then 20 years now. And it's amazing because it's on the bestsellers list 20 years later. Okay. <laughs> but I'm so happy that the book was able to be opened up again. And there, I would I use this affirmation I would like to share with you, if I may. Please. This is an affirmation that came from the ancient Nile Valley um, world from Kemet. And that is the seat of holistic health. Because in New Age, no, it's actually antiquity. And in my research, I found that um, from color therapy to um, yoga practice, meditation, Reiki, massage therapy, reflexology, hydrotherapy, astrology, all of that is ancient, is from antiquity. So this prayer was given to the women from the beginning of time, and it's holy for right now. And this will allow women to know that they're the healers of their home and their, their community. Say, go ahead and get their studies, get shored up, get strengthened, get detoxed, and get empowered with this affirmation to support. So we are the women who lighten the darkness. We have come to lighten the darkness. It is lightened. We have overcome the destroyers. We are there for those who weep, who hide their faces, who sunk down. They looked upon us then. We are the women. We are the healers. We are the women. We are the healers. We are the women. We are the healers. So we don't have to look outside of ourselves for healing any further. We can look within and bring nature into your life, activate nature, because we are nature. Air, fire, water, earth is my work. I work with the elements. You tap into the nature outside, connect to nature inside, and then it spreads out to your family and to your friends, and we activate that affirmation. So this is definitely the time of empowerment for the women, and if you empower the women, you empower the family. The women are the bottom line for wellness. Even if a woman doesn't know what she's doing, even if the husband doesn't know what that he did, she is that what she's that one. When I would see couples come to me, um, they both was looking to get well together. I would start telling them, this is what you need to do, this is how you need to do, this is what you need to eat, this is what you need to do. I give him a list. And then he would tell his wife, it, it would never fail. He said, honey, did you get that? Did you get that information? Did you get what she said? Do we have that in the house? Do we have a juicer? Whatever. <laughs> and she would always say, of course, yes, we have that. Uh-huh, don't worry about that. Okay, we'll get that. We do have that. That's fine. She would have all the information. <laughs> and he would be humble to her. And that's how it goes. We're the healers. We're the ones. So that connects to your womb and our womb healing. I am the mother of womb wellness. I claim and I accept it. I've been on this path, doing this for 50 years every single day. There's another sister, that I, um, elder that I would say, who's also one of the mothers, because it's not one, and that's Dr. June Pulcrum. She was a master surgeon. And she put down her scalp. She is, she's, we're, we're both like wellness salute. We're both soldiers on the wellness team. And she put down her surgical um, work and she picked up the herbs and nature. And she works with balancing the brain, connecting to the brain connects to the uterus. So the state of mind also connects to the uterus. And I also said the state of mind is connected to the womb of the heart, the womb of the mind, which creates the condition of the womb, whether it's passed out through the DNA, 
is you're carrying your mama's womb, you're carrying your grandmother's womb, you're carrying your auntie's womb, and you are the daughter, you're carrying all of that. So as you do your healing work and your processing, your detoxification, and get your menstrual flow in divine order and pour and inundate yourself with all forms of green and do and add to your yoga practice, womb yoga dance of the poses, you'll have no more womb issues. I'm so confident in what I'm saying because I work with so many women and they feel so good about claiming their wounds. Now you can go see your OBGYN and I recommend every OBGYN read the book and some have and some have quietly, you know, integrated the practice and to, to teach the women. But this is the era. And this is not the era of being dependent. This is the era of being interdependent, connected to yourself, connected to community of women healing themselves. And we have no more womb issues once we do that. That's my take. Yeah, I mean, if if only we could all get, only everybody <laughs> just do that. Everybody could get on board. You know, one of the they're things- getting on board. Don't you? It's true. Are you seeing it in your practice? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. They're coming. We're yeah, waiting. You're right. You're right. We've been right. working and healing. <laughs> And you're coming. <laughs> you're right. You know, you actually talked about yoga and I know that you have your fo- a form of yoga that you created. Can you tell us a little bit about that for the people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's so funny because it seems so new to everyone because it is. <laughs> but I've been practicing this yoga for 25 years. And in the book, you see 25 movements. It's actually 108, which is the number for global transformation. So when one actually sees it, it starts transforming you as soon as you see it. The poses are come, they come off the walls of Kemet. They are literally glyphs and it wakes up your right brain it, and it wakes up your subconscious mind to that medicine. So the movements are medicine. So whether you're doing the lotus hands, which, which means coming out of the mud of pain and suffering into the illuminated, pure, clean woman, or whether you're doing running at the cobra, and that represents that you're, um, that you're waking up your medicine, um, left and right brain, um, to whether you're sitting in the mother os, or you're sitting in your seat of squat, sitting in your seat of power, or you're stretching out a mesh connect as you birth your purpose. So all the movements are dealing with the elements um, in nature, or they're dealing with the glyphs um, of medicine. So these poses actually activate your subconscious mind in your inner power. And it has saved my life. When I don't do my own movements, I feel old age trying to get a hold of me. I'm not having it. So I have to do it for my own salvation, but at the same time, I'm so I, we work with breath. Of course, the breath is the foundation. Relaxation, tuning in, going inside yourself, and going in and doing your surgery on yourself. We work with the tone, the sound, and we call on Hesse to chant. Um, as we go through pose to pose to pose. So there's 69 womb yoga poses and 39 womb yoga dance movements. So that's when you then start. So the poses are very smooth and you flow. It's a, it's a poem. It's like the Mahabharata. That's what I consider it as. Um, it's, a, it's a living poem. So you really, all those movements are actually one movement when you master them. You don't know when one ends or one begins. It just flows, it just flows, it just flows. It flows like the Nile, it just flows into one. And you begin into, into the breath. You've done about a thousand breaths, a thousand of breaths by the time you get through all the movements. So it's, it's something you should do every day. But I would say, if someone said, this is too much, 
can I just give me a few movements? One movement. This will take care of everything. <laughs> Lay down flat in your bed and put three pillows at the foot of the bed. This is part of it. One, two, three on top, stack the pillows. And keep those pillows there because you're going to do this every day for the rest of your life. Put your legs over those pillows before you get out of the bed. And just rub your hands together, take some fire, and then massage your womb center from right, the right ovary. Wake up that that the um the birth canal and to the left, just waking her up and then kneading her and say, I love you, and sending affirmations into her, she'll wake up as opposed to down there somewhere. No, she's right here. And she is needs all your attention and your care, and she will stay with you all the days of your life. So Room yoga lifts up the uterus. So those women who are suffering from prolapsed uterus, as you get older, your uterus will drop. And they will, the only thing that medical field feel like they can do is take out the uterus. You know, say, do you have any children? You don't have, oh, well, go ahead and have a child quick. Or just gotta find me. <laughs> because um, we have to do a hysterectomy because your, your uterus is dropping. But you can pull it up. The muscles want to bring, you know, come up. And then women heavy bleeding. You know, in yoga practice, it's really yoking um, everything. I remember I spoke at Omega Institute, and I was so angry. I went to my yoga, and it was a yoga uh, weekend. Four or five hundred women were there, and they said, "We want you to just talk about a yoga way of life." But I said, "I have yoga. I have a." They said, "We would like for you to just calm down <laughs> and talk about the yoga way of life." I said, "No problem." If, you know, veg vegetarian, working with herbs, working meditation, affirmation, um, clearing out your heart, um, drinking your water so you can flesh. So I, I talked about lifestyle. But now it's, the time has come for me to fully bring out yoga. And it's not like I'm pushing it. It's people are asking more and more about it. Yeah. So I'm really excited. Yeah. Thanks for I, asking. Of course. And I love that too. I mean, I, I, I want to get excited too. It's like when they're like, <laughs> calm down. It's like, no, I want to do, I want to do it. I want, I want to be guided. Tell me what to do. Um, now I can see why all those people are like, can you come live with us? I want to come <laughs> <with> you too. <laughs> Just tell me what, tell me all of the things I I'm, I really am. I think this is such, it's such a gift and I really do at times when I'm learning about all of these things, wish that we would learn this in school or that yeah. it's something that would be taught, especially for young women to learn yeah. the, yeah, the efficacy of all of this work or just learning about yourself. I mean, I've learned more about my own body in the last two years, having to go through this process than I have my entire life. And I just think that's, mm. that's so bizarre. I mean, we, it shouldn't be that way. This episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. What is HelloFresh? HelloFresh is that little box that makes life easier and brings your food right to your doorstep. Who doesn't want a box of fresh food and pre-measured ingredients? I definitely do. HelloFresh cuts out the stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so that you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. HelloFresh has a wide variety of easy, delicious options for all three meals a day, plus every snack and special treat in between if you want to be extra like me. Tor and I get the veggie meals three times a week and it is the highlight of my week because I know I don't have to worry about trying to figure out what I'm going to make and it's always so tasty and quick, which is really nice because then we can actually enjoy the evening, maybe even Netflix and chill. So go to hellofresh.com forward slash loved12 and use the code loved12 
for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's www.hellofresh.com forward slash loved 12 and use code loved 12 for 12 free meals, including free shipping. That's hellofresh.com forward slash loved 12, America's number one meal kit. And now back to our show. I mean, I remember I saw one on um, social media. She was sitting in her car to get a break from her children. And she was smoking and stressing. These children, they're driving me crazy. They're going to get something. They're going to figure out something about this virus because I can't do this. I said, whoa, <laughs> okay. And people are fighting in families with their toxic. Yeah. So, you know, they have to do some of this work. We tell them so they won't be taken off the ledge. They won't be so stressed out. Yeah. And I really do feel like a lot of that tension and anxiety and Mm-hmm. Toxic toxicity comes from within, right? And you talk it about this, the importance of cleansing from the inside out. Oh my gosh. I I think I grew up with you because we have a certain conversation. <laughs> I know you so well. Okay. Because I was probably the only they call the only African American or black woman in the circle, often in the circles. So I know the circles, I know you. And so you're we're having this wonderful conversation detoxification that is what saved my life i saw this when i was 16 years old and i had asthma chronic asthma eczema from head to toe excuse me um heavy menstrual bleeding eight days i was bedridden i was sick i was nauseous i was throwing up it was a mess i had arthritis i had headaches all that was happening in my body and i was trying to be an artist (laughs) in the midst of this body so toxic so I did start through the detox, but I didn't know I was coming to detox. My best girlfriend, she was a vegetarian already, um, and she told me about this healing retreat. And I, I'm, I went on, I went on a retreat without my medication. I don't know what I was thinking, but I think the Most High guided me to trust me. When I got off the bus, I had no meds. The asthma kicked in, the allergies kicked in. I'm wheezing, I'm breathing heavy. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And I was like, at the level, I was embarrassed to be sick. So when I asked that deep question, I got the answer immediately. That's when I, I didn't know I was connected to spirit at the time. Poor God, oh, it's my job, Jehovah Allah. And the most high within me said, my first formula, it was to detox me. Mm. Eat the grapefruits there. There was a bowl of fruits, oranges, water. And then I picked up some rose hips tea. I'll never forget that tea. And then that whole day, I was drinking water. That was my first detox. That night, I couldn't lay down like everybody else was laying in bed because my lungs were just collapsed on me because I was still wheezing. And I popped up a pillow just like I'm sitting here now. And then there was a fireplace that was heated up the whole night. And I didn't realize that that he was like a sweat lodge. So I was detoxing with the heat coming in. And then I had the citrus and the water that was flushing out this congestion that was wrapped around my lungs and my sinus. That next morning, I went to the I went through the ultimate detox. I didn't know what was called that until years later. And that was me just came out my nose, my mouth, my eyes. All of a sudden, the asthma stopped. I said, wait a minute. It was like a hurricane hit you, and then all of a sudden it stopped the day after. That's how my body just stopped. The fear in my mind, it just went to total calmness. And I was no longer scratching. I was looking like a junkie. I was no longer scratching. I said, wait a minute, it clicked. I had my aha moment. There must be something to how I'm living and what I'm eating. I think I can get well. You mean I don't have to be sick? 
I was in the bathroom for an hour, mucus, mouth out of mouth, on my nose, everything was coming. And when I came out, I was like, whoa, what happened? And I remember I picked up one book to transform my life. Well, two books. One was Dick Gregory, Cooking with Mother Nature. And it was another book that was just top of my head. It will come to me. But that was the main book. And I related to his nine children, all vegetarians, and his feminist wife. And then I saw the people that was teaching that weekend. Everything I learned that weekend, I'm doing now. <laughs> they were doing yoga, meditation, agriculture, and herbal walks, and um, vegetarian food cuisine, and all of that. And I went home a complete vegetarian. It's an overnight. I didn't have to make, I made no transition. I stopped eating all dairy. I stopped eating all animal products. I stopped eating all fried foods. I stopped eating all sugar. Complete let, let go, detox. And I learned as I was going and as I was studying and I became certified. But I was detoxing for two 21-day cycles. And everything that I mentioned, the arthritis, the PMS, of course, the asthma had started lifting. It all left in two months. That was the ultimate detox. After that, I became like a, a holistic evangelist. And I saw, I saw telling people, listen, I'll see somebody lifting in the shirt and listen, you need some clay on that leg. You'll be okay. <laughs> I called up all my mother's friends. I called up all my friends. I went to my lab book. I said, listen, I know you've been going these problems, but you can't get well. Just do this and do that and do that. And it got so deep till I made 500 flies. I got on my bike, I'm a biker. And I got on my bike and I put flies on the doors at food co-ops and people's doorways everywhere in the neighborhood, Brooklyn, New York. And one person came. It didn't discourage me. I talked for eight hours to have one person about detoxification. <laughs> I was convinced that the world, my community, the communities of the whole planet needs to detox. I guess what's happening right now through pandemic, people are beginning to wake up, they need to detox. So it took me 50 years to get to this point, but you know, I have time. Yeah, <laughs> and here we are. Funny. Yeah, plenty. Oh, I love that so much. That makes me so happy. And it's so inspiring and so encouraging. Uh, I remember I did the same thing. You know, I'm trying to teach uh, about holistic health, healthy eating, Uh teach yoga in this, you know, kind of lower, lower income community with people that don't even speak English, you know, and I'm just like, this is good. This is good for you. And like, nobody would want to listen or do the things. But yeah, I mean, I, I just, uh, that makes me so happy because I know that there are, you know, powerful leaders like yourself who are out there still doing this work. And I feel like I, I see the, the amount of people that are wanting this information now that are doing these things that are, yes. the information, mm-hmm. that, are yes. that under, that see the efficacy of following a more holistic path. So thank you mm-hmm. for that. I want to be respectful of your time and, I'm just so, so again, honored to have you on the show and be able to talk to you about these things. I have uh, too many questions to ask you. We're just going to have to do this again. Um, so I wanted to ask you the, the final question, um, but before I do that, is there, um, is there anything that you want to share with the audience or maybe you want to just direct people to where to go, where they can get in touch with you or where they can go um, buy your, your books or your products? Well, th- thank you so much. I really enjoyed you to-, to the utmost. This is the season, you know, Women's History Month. Yesterday was my daughter's birthday. She's born March 8th, <laughs> Women's International Day. And um, spring cleaning time, spring equinox. This is a wonderful time 
for us to all blossom. So everyone should go on a detox and go on a deep, go on a fast, move from toxic eating to a vegetarian, do a seven day vegetarian lifestyle or seven days of live food. That's how I recommend everyone or seven days of juice therapy, but give yourself at least seven days. You may, you may go to 21 and after that you may say, oh my gosh, I feel so great. I want to take this as a way of life. So, so I seven days. So I'd say, you know, check my website, www.queenofpool.com and get your seven day detox kit. I have a kit. It's been out for the last 35 years. It's um, family produced, handcrafted. We have the green light nutritional formula. So you'll, you know, we wake up sometimes tired after eight hours of sleeping because we're malnourished. And then I have in the formula, your master herbal. And that's to help to detox you from the cravings. We want to change our diet, but we're addicted to what we were raised with. So we clean out the blood, you clean out the cravings. Then I was a colon therapist for 15 years. I retired, but I encouraged colonic irrigation and colon wellness, clean out the gut, the colon. And so I have two formulas, the colonies and herbal laxative to flush out that old waste and back up in your system and come out through your skin and your emotions. And then I have the rejuvenation clay in your kit. If you have any aches and pains and swelling, you just pack it, back, shoulders, womb, headaches, wherever, and keep that on overnight when you go to sleep at night. And now pull the poisons out, put the minerals in. And then the breath of life for the lungs. And it's all plant-based, all nature. I didn't, I didn't create it, nature did. <laughs> I just gathered it together and I know what's best. And so with that, I give you a manual. So you can, you have all your menu, you have a menu plan to follow, you have your day-to-day checklist. I treat it like if you have a retreat. So I don't, I don't call this um, that you're being like put away when you go home. I look at this as a retreat time. So we've been on retreat for the last five or six months. You have, did you write your book? <laughs> did you create a, a whole, whole new curriculum? So make this like, wow, I am here. And I'm going to create everything I want to create because I'm home now. So you can do your seven-day detox with me. And, and then I have also, I'm so excited about the goes with it, it's 21-day detox your life. I walk you through the home. I, I, have, I go in the nutrition kitchen and I say, these are the things you do in the nutrition kitchen. These are some of the recipes. I have about 20 of them. I walk you over to your bathroom, which I call the hydrotherapy room. And this is all the wonderful things you do in your hydrotherapy room to reduce stress and let go of the toxins and get energy. I walk you over to the living room where you do your journaling and you do your movements and you do your affirmations and your meditation. And then I finally walk into the bedroom where you do your inversion every day, which I talked about earlier. So your home now is your wellness home. That, you should get excited about that, having a wellness home. And to me, that's like the ultimate. And you're the healer of your home, and you're healing your family. And you can still see your doctor. I'm not saying tell anyone, I'm, this is a disclaimer. If you're seeing your doctor, please consider seeing your doctor, your physician. But, you know, meanwhile, take care of yourself, food is medicine, eat well, eat whole. And when you go to your physician, your physician will probably you know what? You're doing so well, maybe you should cut back on your medication. Oh my goodness, you're doing miraculously much better. So maybe we'll hold off on that surgery and then maybe you don't need to have it because you're doing so beautiful. So that's what that's what I want to share with everybody. And I look forward to you getting my book and giving me your critique on Mesh Connect. The yes. last gateway, birthing your purpose. Oh. I love it. So great. Okay. So the f- thank you so much, Queen Afua. Thank you. you are thank you. so incredible. So here's the final question. I'm so excited to hear what your response is going to be. So this is for everybody who's been on the show. I always ask the same question. The show is called Radically Loved because 
Uh, I wanted to create a space where people can go to, to get inspired and the ideas that we are radically loved by God, source, Buddha, whatever higher power of your understanding that the universe works for us and not against us. So the final question for you is how do you feel radically loved? I feel it through, I call it impeccable listening. The most high, all the names, as you said, all the spiritual paths, the answers are already in us. If you ask the question, you already have it. So if you just ask from inside, not everyone outside, but ask from inside, can still get quiet. Take a deep breath and just ask, and what you hear, move with it. Not emotion, you'll start to feel that because it's everything is already there. So have radical listening. If you start listening, you'll start working on a love path. Everywhere you go, you're going to find love. You'll be guided. Don't go that way. Go this way. Don't say yes. Say no. Open, sign this Sign this off. Don't. You'll be given step by step um, what to do. That's love. To be guided into a life of joy and wellness and vitality, that's radical. To live like that every day. No matter what has happened, no matter what is going on, to live like that. And that becomes love from you pours out like that pebble we put into the pond that reverberates out, that same pebble of listening from deep within and constantly, no matter what happens, you just keep listening and you keep being guided and your love starts to grow and your peace starts to grow and everywhere you turn, love is there. I mean, this was one thing that's affirming. I moved into this complex where I am now and I was setting up my yoga studio. I have a large enough um, patio to set my yoga studio outside. And I was putting the pillows up and the yoga mat, I'm all blissed out. And um, my neighbor, two um, apartments down, he waves to me and I waved back. He says, we love you here. I said, oh my gosh. I said, I have never heard you. I said, you know what? I love you too. Come to my yoga studio. When I, do. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of radical. That was very... <laughs> <laughs> but I felt so good. I know that you, you feel good. Goodness will spread. Yeah. I love that, that, that radical place. Cause that's what time it is. It's time to shift now. Yes. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love you so much. Thank you so much. Queen of you. you are Thank so you, incredible. Queen. I'm so, so, so grateful uh, to you, to, to everybody, your, your team, your family, everybody in your life who has supported you to create what you have for all of us. Thank mm -hmm. them. Thank you. And for everybody listening to this show, we hope you enjoyed it. Please pick up this book and all of, all of Queen Afua's products. Please go to her website. There's so much information there. There's so many products that can set you on your path. Please go there and support. And uh, we're just, we're so, so grateful for all of you listening and for uh, continuing to support us. So thank you. That's our show. Thank you all so thank much. Thank you, much. you Mod Pod. Thank you again, Queen Afua. We thank you. I adore you. I adore this interview. I adore you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. <laughs>
everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this. So please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.